Hi, I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and you're listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. Finally, welcome to season seven. Sorry it's taking me forever, but enjoy. We're still here. We're still queer. Get into it. I'm recording. Perfect. All right, we'll just start with you. Tell your story. That's all you have to tell. Nothing else. Just your story. Um, the first time I came, like I realized that I was not straight was probably in late elementary and early middle school. I was I was in this friend group with these few girls and a boy and two of them I really, really liked. Um, one of them, uh, I think her name was Rosalind. Me and her were the closest of friends. Sometimes we'd get into fights, but I really loved her. And it wasn't until like maybe late middle school, she wasn't going to my middle school, sadly. I realized like I loved her. Like I wish I could have dated her and that I could have had a closer bond with her but sadly that didn't happen and then there's this other girl her name was Tyrell I actually confessed to her in middle school because I really liked her and I thought she's so pretty and she was also bisexual so I thought like oh I have a chance sadly I was rejected and that really sucked but I moved on um in sixth grade I identified as a lesbian so I I also had like a quote-unquote boyfriend at the time so I broke up with him told him like I'm not I don't want to date anymore and then I was just like, yeah, I'm bisexual. I think I told one of, one of my friends there. And then somehow everyone found out that I was bisexual. The entire school found out. And kids would call me a lesbo. One time I was sitting and this one of her friends just said, oh, sit down next to her. And they were like, no, she's a lesbian. I'm not going to sit next to her. So that was like a huge problem for me. I was also very bullied in that middle school. Like I was bullied so badly that I was pushed to doing something not great. Um, I left that middle school in the middle of seventh grade, and at that time, I identified as pansexual now. And when I came to the newest school that I was in, it was in Culver City Middle School, I was accepted. Like, it was crazy. I had met so many people who were like, oh yeah, I'm also pansexual, or I'm bisexual, oh, I'm a lesbian, or I'm non-binary. And it was like a huge, like, shock for me because I had never met anyone else who was like me besides like one other girl and it was amazing I was I was being able to learn more about other sexualities and being more open about myself I don't know if I had already came out to my mom or not but she was supportive she didn't care just as long as I was happy my dad was also very supportive as well um eighth grade I then identified as bisexual and I still identify that today and I am also asexual, and for the pa- since eighth grade to today, I also identify as polyamorous. And trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that one was a very huge shock for me because I have dated a few people, and I was like, I want to give so much love. Like when I was in one relationship, I felt confined, and I was just like, I feel like I can't share that love with more people. And then I Googled, I was like researching and I heard about polyamory and I'm like, this is very interesting. And I learned more about it and I was like, 
I think I might be polyamorous. And I came out to my mom, I think late eighth grade, early freshman year. And she was a bit awkward about it. Like she didn't really fully understand it. I then told my dad he wasn't supportive. Uh, he thinks it's very gross. And then my mom eventually disagreed with it as well, saying that- He said that, that was worse? Yeah, he thinks it's very gross. He does, a lot of people who I've talked about about polyamory, they don't understand it. They think it's impossible for people to have to date other people and be happy and healthy. When it's possible, I've met like multiple people who are like of that. It is. If you actually look at the history of our world as well, yeah. yeah. Like if you actually just decide dissect the history of the entire planet, it's actually a thing. Yeah, I. Because you can love more than one person. Yeah, one of my friends, her family friend is polyamorous, and she is living her best life. She's told me everything about her relationships and how she communicates. And ever since then, I still identify as polyamorous, and I'm very happy with that identification. Communication is a huge thing, too. It's like, it's interesting because, uh, it's, and not everybody has to be that, but it's like, you have to communicate to your friends, right? Your family. You should also communicate to the person you are the closest to, like, love-wise, right? Like, the person that... You want to like wake up and snuggle with them in the morning um but people just stop doing that yeah i feel like i don't know why um i don't know what it is but i feel like it's mainly with like some people who are grown with very strict families like girls are told to hide their feelings and wait for someone to notice because then you know that they care right. and then for men they're told like don't show your emotions because it makes you a girl like you can't cry you can't do that and that's become such a huge issue and for me i dealt with a lot of like I had no confidence in myself. I did not love myself. I hated myself. And I did therapy for quite a few years, and I finally got into the point where I love who I am. I love my body. I love the person I am right now. I do have my bad days, but I am definitely better. And I really do hope that people will start to open up more about themselves and start to communicate, because I just hate seeing people like not being able to tell about how they feel or talk about it, and it really sucks. It sucks a lot because a lot of people, well, people end up killing themselves over that, believe it or not, you know, and um, also people hurt themselves or what they do is they shut everybody out yeah. completely and that's really bad. Yeah. And then they don't go to therapy because I think therapy is amazing. So everybody should, everybody should have a therapist. It doesn't matter if you have trauma in your life, you should still have a therapist because you don't have to go, you don't have to go to the people closest to you to talk, talk things about. You can go to somebody else <clears throat> from a note. Essentially, a no judgment standpoint. Yeah, that's what my mother preaches. Church for that, but look at that Alaska. (laughs) Yeah, I stopped being Christian in eighth grade, and right now, I'm an atheist along with my sister. And that's a real strong belief. Like I don't, you know, I don't. I have a whole season on religion uh, because I because I think it's sad that like you can't be out and love God and whomever you get kicked out. I think it's a strange concept. What's it? What's amazing is that one of my mom's co-workers, his name was Alex, he was an open gay man, and I loved him. He was the sweetest man I ever met, and he took me to his church where basically everyone there was open and gay, and it was like the most... It was the most welcoming community I ever met. They had brunch in the morning, right before their ceremonies. I don't know. Or, um, what's the other one that's pretty awesome? Methodist? I'm not sure. Um, All I know is that it was summer here in LA, and he took me to it, but I had the greatest time. 
we all talked about it was right before Easter so we were like talking about like oh what did you good do good for like New Year's or like what did you do good this year and everyone was just so warm and welcoming which was something I never experienced in church no it's it's and so weird to even say that those words come out of our mouths because it's supposed to be like yeah church can be good for some people because like oh you find I know that some people like Jesus is like my life he gives me like a purpose or something like that it's and, a purpose yeah yeah well it's the whole of the design of that is is a purpose um it's that's the purpose of believing in something just to like even if you don't believe in anything you're still believing in something because you can do good inside of that well hopefully you do can do good inside of that uh whatever it is yeah what and you're a senior now in high school yes i'm a senior so cool these are stories these are truths this is what this season's gonna be about you're just gonna listen to stories you matter it's uh it's for you to tell not somebody else so enjoy this season. I'm glad I'm back on track. Have a good time. Take it in. I love you all. And I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and thanks for listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. And remember, listen, learn, love.